2: Hello, everybody. You're listening to The Survivor Brothers, your ultimate unofficial podcast from your friends at TV Guide. I'm your Survivor-obsessed host, Fox Van Allen, and joining me today and every episode throughout the exciting new season two of Survivor Brothers, it's Lance Cartelli. Hello, Lance. Hey, Fox. It's good to be back home. Can you believe it? We made it. We made it to a season two. We they made it, they we made it to 2020. They heard what we did with season one, and they did. They decided not to stop us. Yeah, we haven't been fired yet. That's their mis- their mistake, and we're gonna keep rolling with it. So that's good. Um, so we've got we're gonna be talking uh, all season long about uh, season 40, winners at war. It is the perhaps the biggest, most hyped Survivor season in recent history, if ever. Um, it's it's. It's twenty years in the making and we're gonna have all the uh, all the fantastic uh, past winners come back. Uh, well, not all of them, just twenty of them. um, but that's a good selection, the twenty best. um but before uh, but before we head into season forty, uh, I want to talk a little bit more about uh, about season thirty nine um and I, I know we 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 talked about it all season long, but today we actually have someone here who's gonna help us shed a little bit of extra light on season thirty nine. Uh, and, and give the, the, the true story The real story Here's what happened on the island Join me in welcoming Lance uh, Mr. Jamal Shipman Hello, Jamal Hey Hi.
0: What's going on Survivor Brothers? Hi, hey, Jamal
2: I am so excited to have you on uh, because this is like a this is this is like a, a first for me and Lance where this is like the first time we've ever had to answer directly for the things that we said about someone. Oh,
0: and I will make you answer. Directly. <laughs> That's all right. All we're right, we're paying the piper today. That's
2: good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> That's um, but before we get into all the uh, terrible things that we said during <laughs> the season, uh, I want to just I just want to catch up with you about the uh, you know the the postseason. You know, now that we you know we're a good month. Out from the finale, I uh, just want to find out what what's your post survivor like life been like, and and how are people reacting to you and and your season?
0: Yeah, you know it's it's really interesting. It's actually surprisingly normal. Hmm. Uh, a lot of uh, former Survivor players who I've connected with over the years, uh, over the the time that I've been on Survivor, have all said that like it's this big, huge uh, excitement about the season, mm-hmm. uh, and then it's just done it just ends um and then for our season it was particularly exciting for it to end because we were like all right <laughs> let's go let's be done with this already
2: yeah yeah um that's uh that's uh it, i mean it's it's gotta be it's gotta be a tough uh, a tough season to, to come off with now you you are uh, you're a big survivor fan right you went into the game yeah. as someone who loves the game um, yeah,
0: definitely. I was a big Survivor fan, not watching from the beginning, mm-hmm. um, but definitely like in the teens I got started watching. And it had just been one of those things that's been in my social circle. You know, I brought all my girlfriends into the game of Survivor as I've uh, kind of grown up with the game. Yeah, uh, Yeah, so definitely a big fan.
2: Yeah, we we heard you completing a couple of just phrases out there. Uh, and you can you can just tell that you were you were you're thrilled to be out there. Um, okay. yeah. Um so uh so so just just out of curiosity, uh are you still are you you still living with Jack
0: in Rhode Island? Jack left me. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Yeah. I couldn't compete with uh, Elizabeth's love. Mm, so mm. Uh, Jack and Elizabeth are now an item living so- happily. Well, that's, a, that's some
3: news. You know? yeah, let's so, yeah, how about that? How did that all come together? Up. Like, how did you guys, obviously you guys connected on the island, but how did it come together where you guys ended up living together?
0: Yeah, for sure. So, so I, me and Jack and Elizabeth were all on Ponderosa together, mm-hmm. and so I was watching their, their, their relationship flourish uh, out there, or the beginnings of it anyway. Um, and so as the, t- the space between when the show ends and when the show airs, uh jack had graduated from college or from his grad program and you know we'd obviously been friends and he was all excited about elizabeth and i just was like hey if you're gonna come up to rhode island because elizabeth lives in rhode island too come hang out with me i got an empty house you know like let's do it and he was like okay sure uh so it was it was nice i actually feel like it was good because i allowed for them to have a little bit of space from each other but be near each other. And now they're they're off and running.
3: You're the you're the matchmaker. <laughs> how, how was living with him? Did he did he do his dishes? You know, was he clean? Was he dirty? <laughs> give me the, totally give me the scoop on that.
0: Yeah, yes. yeah, for sure. No, Jack is an amazing roommate. <laughs> that was actually his only job. His only job was to keep the, the dishes washed, and he did it like a pro. And take care of the pup when I wasn't able to get home in time. Nice, that's a, that's um, so a huge he, one. He was a great he was a great doggy uncle.
2: That's good. He, he understands the importance of keeping good camp life. You yeah. know, you gotta <laughs> gotta keep everyone happy around the. Around what, the camp. what kind of
0: dog do you have? Uh, It's a black lab mix. Nice. Yeah, he turned uh, 11 years old uh, next month. Wow! Happy birthday in a month. Up there. Yeah. Happy early birthday, baby.
2: Ooh, mm-hmm. ooh, the 14th, right there, right there, right around the uh, premiere of Survivor. Wow. How exciting! Oh, That's like right. a, have a thir- We're Survivor theme. Survivor
0: bunch of things. Yeah.
2: Right. Survivor theme birthday party. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so I want to talk to you. Uh, I, I want to talk to you about the uh, the game and your season. And and I think just talking about Jack here is probably a, a good way to transition to that because um, yeah. you seem to uh, you and Jack and Molly kind of at the beginning of the game really uh, kind of formed uh, almost like the first alliance of Okai. There, or at least one of the first that we saw, um, and I'm just curious, what drew you to Jack and uh, what, what what drew you to Jack and Molly here mm-hmm. in, in the early mm-hmm. game?
0: Yeah, I mean, not not to belabor the point too yeah. much. I obviously have a lot of uh, issues with the edit and like the way the story was told mm-hmm. and how it was different from reality. And all of us survivor players from season 39 are out on all these podcasts, kind of telling the truth <laughs> about what was going on out there. Um, but since you asked directly, I will say that the trio of me, Molly and Jack was not quite as much of a thing as hmm. it was shown to be. It was actually a concoction of Nora's making okay. <laughs> to insist that, that me, Molly and Jack were the king, queen and the jack and were controlling right. the game and all of that. And they just kind of ran with it and, and told the story that way. That's not to say, though, that I didn't have good relationships, right? So I I did have a good alliance and relationship with Molly. And I had a separate kind of relationship with Jack. So I think the way that it kind of coalesced was me and Jack were actually the tighter uh, alliance in my mind. Mm. And we had this idea that he and I would like try to pull in people and start to form this onion that people talk about, you know, mm. your core alliance and then the people on right on the outside, people on the periphery, and the people you're willing to let go. Um, so I told Jack, okay, I think I can pull in Molly. I think at the time, for like a hot second, Jack was like, Oh, I think I can pull in Kelly, and we were gonna try to kind of build this 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 alliance. So mm. the tribe was onto us. They knew that we were trying to form a power uh, center around me mm. and and whoever my alliance was. Um, but it never was really this like three person thing that was trying to like run the game. That was kind of a weird thing to watch happen.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So you did mention that you didn't love the edit and you're trying to, you know, clear your name or say what actually happened and everything. You want to just tell us maybe a couple things that you didn't, that didn't, you know, jive with what you thought.
0: Yeah. Well. I've, I've developed a lot of theories about okay. how a survivor tells the story about what actually happens on the island and i'll just i'll, I'll spare you all the like details of, of what my mind has done over the past <laughs> few months but I'll, I'll give you two uh one one is this whole idea of the confessional right
1: mm-hmm.
0: so they're asking you questions and they're asking you about everybody what do you think of molly what do you think of jack what do you think of tommy what do you think of lauren and you're just co- having a conversation with the producer um and they can like they can take that snippet and put it in any context they want. Mm. Um, Which is fine, because I said those words and I feel those ways. But there's a particular moment where I feel like I was absolutely talking about how the tribe was doing. So I was saying, like, oh, Vokai is doing so great. We're winning challenges. We're uh, doing so good at camp life. We have fire. We have shelter. We're having such a good time. Everybody's getting along. We're chilling. We're having a great time. Mm. We're doing really well. And I think they took that kind of like train of thought that I was saying about Vokai and made it sound like I was talking about me, Molly and Jack.
2: Ah, interesting.
0: Right. So they take a little snippet where I say like, we're good, like we're doing so well, we're, 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 you know, really in control, blah, blah, blah. And then it sound like I was so arrogant about hmm. me and my alliance with Molly mm-hmm. and Jack. And it just wasn't. Just not how I felt at the time, so that's how I knew I was like, wait a second, that's not my mentality at the beginning of the game.
2: Yeah, and I think this is this is probably one of those points where uh, where Lance and I come out and talk about what we said. Um, but no, right around it's right around this uh, you know this this first Molly this Molly vote um, that that yeah. goes on. Uh, And we do notice that you do, like, there are these confessionals where you're saying, like, you know, we're doing really good. And, you know, it seems like you're very confident, perhaps overconfident. Um, And then the show shows us, like, okay, well, the decision's made. Uh, Jamal's going to go take a nap now. And I'm curious, (laughs) is that one of those, like, did you really nap on day six in the the pre, like, the hours before the vote? Like, what what happened there?
0: Yeah, I actually have no idea. I have no memory (laughs) of what happened at what specific moment Mm -hmm. i will tell you that everybody sleeps right Mm -hmm. it's freezing cold at night nobody has a good night's sleep and so there are times when people are like hey i'm just gonna go take a nap real quick i'm tired and then relax the sun is beating down on me i'm gonna go get in the shade and right like everybody naps. So again, it's one of these things where they can take like, okay, we're, we're gonna we're gonna nap shame this guy because in the storyline of what we're trying to tell, it's like a cool thing. It's a cool spin on, on this guy's character. Um, so you know, probably, I probably mm-hmm. slept, but so did everybody. You know, they yeah. nap shame Tom on the other tribe for a second. And so you know, it's just kind of what they do. Mm-hmm. But in terms of strategy, the Molly vote was decided on day four, mm. maybe even earlier, to be honest. So I failed to see how anything I did on day six right, uh, changed the vote or, or, or got people to, to, to vote the way they did. They had already decided that they didn't want Molly to be around anymore, mm. and there was nothing I could do about that. They just left me out of it. So that's how that went down.
3: The one thing I can say about that, because you obviously didn't get the, the greatest edit, and that's where, you know, pulling back the curtain, you slid into mm-hmm. our DMs a little bit and said stuff. Did. And <laughs> and you know what? That's totally understandable. But did. one thing that I really appreciated about you and your season, you were able to kind of 180 everything. You were able to kind of change that narrative on yourself, and I thought that was really impressive.
0: Yeah. Well, it, it, I, it I I have to flip that, because it, it's not me flipping it. It's they're telling the story mm. differently. That's because true. I was the same person that you end up thinking about me towards the end of my game as I, as I was in the beginning of the game. And this actually brings me to my second uh, observation is when Molly does go home, right, I obviously come back and people say, like, oh, I didn't handle that really well. I was all upset and I was uh, not not doing as good a job of integrating myself back into the tribe in the way that Jack did. And that's probably true. But I was also just having real emotions about things, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, like understandable. I, I, you know, I, I made this observation that we are all the protagonists of our own story mm-hmm. out there in Survivor. So as we're playing the game, us fans, we're actually looking at it and being like, oh man, how is this gonna play? How is this gonna look uh, on TV? And in my mind, for that first few days, I was like, oh man, I'm getting the like tragic hero story. You know, people are gonna be on my side. They're gonna see how blindsided I was, how betrayed I was by my tribe, um, and they're gonna really feel for how much I had this connection with Molly, and 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 how devastating for me that I lose my closest ally, and 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 everyone's just gonna like sob for me. <laughs> but of course, that's not how it was portrayed. I was portrayed as this angry guy who was so arrogant and aloof and uh, disconnected from the tribe and on the outs and. So, you know, there you go, there, there's the difference between uh, what you think is going on in your own mind when you're playing the game and how it gets portrayed or how the fans react to that situation.
3: So what goes through your head at that point? Because you're watching it pretty much everybody else and you're like, I think I'm getting this edit and then it's completely different. What, what goes on in your yeah, head when I, you see that?
0: Well, it, it's, it's complicated because on the one hand it's what I just said, right? This like, oh man, like they're, they're missing it. They're, they're, not, they're not actually seeing what actually happened. But at the same time, my mind is like, wait a second. Maybe I'm the one that was completely blind to what was actually happening, and and maybe everyone else was just playing me, mm. which was kind of true, right? Like I, <laughs> kinda, I thought, yeah. <laughs> you know, I thought I was close to Tommy, thought I was close to Lauren, thought I was close to Janet, um, and they went and made this move without me. But I think what remains true is that 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 move was less about me and more about Molly Mm. Um, and I think people did a weird thing while it was airing which was like oh Jamal messed up he got arrogant he was napping He, he he didn't bring his back to tribal good for him that the tribe blindsided him and I think it was more like Molly didn't do a great job of connecting with people the way that she mm. needed to, and came off seeming like more of a threat, and didn't jive with the style that the tribe was playing. And I just happened to be next to her, mm. right? And so they were like, "Well, Jamal's close to Mali. We're voting out Mali. We don't want Jamal to mess that plan up, so we're not going to tell him."
2: Yeah, yeah. I think just based on the you know the basic laws of Survivor, that you know once the Mali vote happens, you're kind of in a bad situation because no one wants to be that person who's left out of a vote. Um, but, um, I feel like moving forward, it, it looks like you do a really good job of recovering. Obviously you, you, you find the idol down the, down the line, you get on a, on a good, good, good tribe swap situation, um, where you kind of have, uh, have, have some, have some power there. Um, I, I do want to, I do want to talk cause you know, before we get to that, uh, to that big, uh, big pre-merge vote, um, where you're using your idol. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, about uh, the Jack and and the, the do rag comment and the conversation that you had with him after the fact, um, because I feel like a big part of this season in general, um, when, when you're looking at you know confessionals by uh, Kelly and a bunch of other people, where um, they're they're saying that there's a um, there, there's this personal and there's this in game cost to standing up for what's right or standing up for yourself. Um, and it seems like that was kind of like something that a lot of people were weighing back and forth, uh, in the game. And in this moment, it, it seems like you don't make that calculation so much you, as, as far as you just like, here's a thing and we need to talk about it and let's, let's move forward from here. Like, was, was it going through your head at the moment, like, oh, this is a huge risk I'm taking. Like, what was, what was going through your head? Like in terms of like the game, like approaching that, the comment from the game perspective.
0: Yeah, well, that whole conversation that was shown was really a testament to Jack, Hmm. to be honest with you. You know, there's a lot of downtime, as you've heard plenty. And there's a lot of like feeling like, okay, you've done your strategizing. You have your plan. You think you're working with who you're working with. There's nothing really more to say. (laughs) You know, all of your survivor strategy can happen in a half hour. And then you have 20 three and a half hours to kill (laughs) um so we're just hanging out like you see we're dancing we're hanging out we're talking about dancing at the club like we're you know cooking rice we're having a good time and so it's just this social moment that just took place so when jack said what he said it really was just a natural reaction i wasn't thinking game i wasn't thinking the survivor i was just like whoa do rag like what what's that about what's going on there and then when it started to become a thing, like Jack came over and apologized to me and it was in front of everybody, I started to be like, okay, right, we're playing a social game. Let me kill this. Let me let me dead this. Jack is my closest ally. I don't want him to think that this is going to be something that interferes with our strategy. So I'm the one that was actually like, don't worry about it. It's cool. It's fine. Not a big deal. And Jack was the one that said, nope. I really want to talk about this. I need you to know that I'm really sorry, and I want to I want to like talk about this privately with you a little more.
2: Yeah, it was it was really one of the I feel like in a in a season where you say there are a lot of very unfortunate moments where you're watching your TV and you just you hate to see what's going on. Like I feel like you, especially you, and and I'll, I'll throw I'll throw in Janet in there as well. Uh, just had some really great moments uh, where you're just talking about. Uh, not just survivor but real life and i think this is like this is it like this is like where you really shine um in 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 the season and i just want to we we, huge fans huge fans um but uh i i want to i want to ask now about the uh shortly after that um we we get this we we get to the 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 vote the pre-merge vote um, and yeah. it's it's kind of a kind of a crazy crazy vote. This is the one where uh, you know eventually uh, uh, Kelly kind of slides Dean the the idol on the on the down low, um, mm-hmm. tells him tells tells him to play it. Um, and uh throughout this entire cycle it seems like or or maybe this is one of those editing things right you can kind of clue us in but it seems like you and nora are 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 having are kind of like button heads here where it looks like she's trying to get you out you know she's been talking to dean about getting you out you kind of even blow her up a little bit at tribal council like hold on we need to talk about this Were you trying to get me out uh and then at that like moments later where all of a sudden an idol's Dean's playing an idol. You play an idol for Nora, and I'm just kind of curious because, like, I feel like for a lot of people who are watching, there's like kind of like a disconnect there, where it's like for the entire first half of the, the th- she's trying to get you out, and then you save her. And I'm curious, like, what was the motivate, like, what was that all about?
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, let's let's back up for one second. Sure. And just, so before the swap, there was a lot of conversation at Vokai about okay, we have the majority because we've been winning the challenges whichever tribe ends up with the majority on the swapped tribe is going to throw challenges.
1: Mm.
0: And when you throw challenges, then the, the five Vokai that are together can just kind of pick off the old Lyra. So that was the tribe that I ended up on. And so there was a whole expectation that we were going to throw challenges. But as you know, I was already on the outs and I was already feeling like later for these guys, like I'm not going to sacrifice my game or, you know, voluntarily go to tribal like that. doesn't even make any sense. Hmm. Um, so at no point was I going to throw challenges because, and, and their logic was like, oh, well, you're safe, you're safe, you're safe. And clearly not, right? Like, <laughs> don't ever go to tribal voluntarily. Yeah. Anything can happen, you know what I mean? Uh, especially because two out of the, the the eight people went to Island of the idols Right. So I had no idea what was going on uh, if we went to tribal. But to your question, so the... What the what you didn't see was well all right so I I, there's, there's a lot of pieces to this all right so uh we knew that we were going to have three tribals before the merge hmm. after the swap we just kind of knew that that was the pattern you know there's going to be a 13 person uh merge so we knew there were three and we saw the tribes <laughs> we <laughs> saw missy we saw aaron we saw elizabeth right we, we saw dan we saw tommy we were like we're not winning (laughs) a little bit stacked yeah yeah a little bit stacked so a lot of the conversation between the core right me uh jack janet and kelly was like all right so who are the three and in what order so we decided tom as you saw Mm -hmm. and if we went to tribal instead of new voci where jason went home Mm -hmm. it was gonna be nora okay in my mind okay we had all said like okay let's get rid of nora she's a wild card Karishma did an amazing job of ingratiating herself with all of us. We were like, let's scoop her up. She hates old Lyra. We need her as a piece. Mm-hmm. So let's get rid of Nora and re- kind of replace Nora with uh, Karishma. Okay. That doesn't happen. And Jake goes home. Right. So now we're like, oh, we are down a Vokai, which we didn't think would happen. So it doesn't make sense to let go of the old Vokai this third tribal before the merge this last tribal before the merge Mm. so we decided to keep Nora and now once we made that decision I keep saying we because it's it it was really the four of us kind of controlling where the vote was gonna go we knew that I knew that Nora was saying all these things Mm -hmm. right there wasn't wasn't a secret Like I knew that Nora like Dean told me everything karishma told me everything kelly told me everything janet told me like i knew that she was trying to get the (laughs) women alliance and all that like it wasn't a secret at all yeah so once we decided that we were keeping nora i was like okay i can't go into the merge with nora feeling the way that she's feeling about me right thinking what she's thinking because someone on the other side is going to scoop that right up and try (laughs) to use her to come against me so it really was just a long strategic move on my part
1: Mm.
0: of like i need to do everything i can to get nora on my side because once we merge, no one is voting for Nora. And I turned out to be right. I feel very vindicated. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, we said that a couple very, times very, too. Very vindicated. Yeah. yeah, as soon as Nora got to the merge, it was it. I, I, there was no more getting Nora out of the game. Um, so I wanted to actually hitch my uh, 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 hooks into her. Mm-hmm. So they talk a lot about dragging goats to the end and how Nora's a goat and all of that. But my perspective was. I need Nora to drag me (laughs) to the end. (laughs) She's going to be an individual immunity beast. No one is going to vote for her. She's going to be a a pawn that people are going to want to use. And so if I have her, she's going to tell me things and kind of try to keep me. So Mm -hmm. that was my mentality. So what you didn't see, just to give you the full story, the night before that tribal, me and Nora have like a two and a half hour hour to three hour conversation where we talk about everything all the way from the beginning of the game, all the way through to our dynamic, why we're having tension, why she wants me out, why I didn't want her. One big piece of information she didn't have was that I wasn't going after her anymore.
1: Mm.
0: I wanted her to go home in that first vote when Molly went home. Um, But after that happened, as you see, my target became Dan. But in order to keep Nora comfortable, or no, sorry, in order to keep Dan comfortable, I was talking to Dan about getting Nora out because that's what everybody wanted. So Nora continued to believe that I had wanted her out the entire game. And that just wasn't true. So in that conversation, I told her that and she was like, wow, I didn't know that. Like, That's so interesting. And so we actually buried the hatchet. We were actually really on good terms and we tried to form this like secret alliance where we were like, okay, now that everyone thinks we hate each other but we actually don't, let's actually be a covert two-person alliance that kind of goes into the merge and looks out for each other. And you actually see that, you see a piece of it when me and her decide to go after Dan after the merge. That right. was the basis of, the, the what what happened between us that night was why that conversation was was able to happen.
2: I can't, I can't say it didn't buy you some goodwill
0: there. Um,
2: yeah. it, the, the, it certainly did. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, looking
0: back a, at it, do you... a, a moment of inspiration just destroyed my whole plan. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs>
3: Looking back at that whole plan everything, is there anything you kind of regret or maybe hope you you did differently, or you just, you know, this is what happened, I'm fine with it?
0: Well, you know, like, I was suspicious of Kelly from the door, you know? Like, I really was, and and I had this really unfortunate uh, perspective on the game where, you know, I know my personality, I know my limitations, I was short-tempered at times and and really had a low tolerance for idiocy, (laughs) (laughs) in my perspective, especially when I'm hungry and Uh, cold and
3: and, hard to blame anybody for that, you know?
0: Right. So when I was having trouble kind of connecting with Kelly, as you see at the fire and all this, Jack was really close to Kelly. Janet was really close to Kelly. I was really close to Jack. I was really close to Janet. Mm. So I was like, okay, I'm not the closest to Kelly, but I'm going to trust my alliance with Jack and Janet that they're going to kind of keep her in control. Mm -hmm. They're going to keep her in our four even though my personal relationship with her wasn't great um and that was a mistake i i I shouldn't have done that i should have made the decision to not play with kelly Hmm. earlier on because she does what she does
2: and she made a quite a couple of mistakes on her own uh, down down the line. Um, not 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 sure if uh, not sure if she got as much goodwill giving the idol to Dean as you got uh, handing it over to Nora. Um, that is true. But uh, but uh, okay. Um, so I, obviously we're we're kind of here at the merge, and it's it's a it's a big moment, and it's it's kind of uh, you know uh, we're already talking about going home here. Um and and I know there's a lot to talk about here. And uh, we're going to talk about that uh, and the Dan controversy right after this. Uh, so we are uh, so we are back, um, and uh, as as promised, uh, we're we're, we're kind of at the at the merge here in our in our uh, shortened retelling of season thirty nine, and um, you know the the uh, the merge vote is kind of this uh, this, this it kind of shapes up between a a decision between Dan and Kelly, um, and the you know the for many of us watching from home, we're we're seeing you know all these clips. Uh, for the first time that are kind of adding to what we've seen in confessionals in the past and, you know, what what Kelly said in the past and what Molly said in the past and then like day two um, and and what happened when, you know, we get back to the the swap tribes for the first time and a new group of people are talking Mm -hmm. about it. Um, Anyway, uh, so I think my, um, uh, you know, uh, First of all, my question, like prior to the vote, prior to having this talk with production that we know happened, like what was your understanding of the situation? Like what did you see out there as just kind of a third party observer?
0: Sure. Um, Yeah, so I was very clued in. I was clued Mm -hmm. in very early on uh, about the way that Dan was making some of the women on our tribe feel, Mm -hmm. right? Molly came to me. Uh, I was understanding what kelly was 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 feeling, and even Lauren at times was saying some things about how her relationship with dan was was strained in some ways and mm-hmm. along you know along these lines and um at, my my instinct is to 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 be very protective mm-hmm. right and in the real world, I would have absolutely been a lot more confrontational about this mm-hmm. and this is actually a good point about how my 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 opinion about how Survivor mirrors real life has changed.
1: Hmm.
0: At first, as a fan, I was very much like, Survivor's real life, Like so this is this is so amazing, it's a microcosm of the world, and, and everything, all the dynamics that play out in society are ex- exactly what happened in Survivor. Um, but the one factor that you don't take into account if you feel that way is, m- our individual behaviors change
1: hmm.
0: because we're in a game, right? all of us behaved in ways that we wouldn't if we were not in that weirdness (laughs) that was Survivor. Right. And, and I think that that gets lost on people. Yeah. Um, But anyway, so, so I had talked to Molly and she had said, you know what, I don't want to make this a big deal. I don't want you to make, I don't want you to say anything. Just like know that this is how I'm feeling. And and if I ever feel uncomfortable, I know that, you know, and you'll be looking out for me. And so that's kind of the role I played. I kind of just was like kind of lingering and kind of just, making sure that people felt comfortable, even though there was some the, the weird things going on. And um, so that, that's what I knew. Mm. That's what I knew going into it. And that that knowledge was not knowledge that everybody had. Mm-hmm. And so when you talk about Elizabeth, when you talk about Missy, when you talk about Aaron, they did not have the whole story. Um, and to tell the complexity of what all that happened in the two hours that you saw, it looks like everybody knew, you know, survivor made it seem like there was this big talk and everybody was in the know and people were behaving in ways that they behaved with the knowledge of everything that was happening. Um, And I think you're learning as people tell their stories that that was not actually true. So Mm. when you put into context, You know elizabeth making decisions she made missy making decisions made, aaron you know using the words that he used and coming at janet the way that he was he they just didn't know the full extent of what was going on so that's important it's important to remember
2: yeah yeah and it is a it is a it is a game where it is tough to know what is real and what is not um
0: as well Um, (laughs) it is survivor right? like there's the whole the whole the whole game is predicated on this idea of deception and lying and can you trust someone and all that and you know, for a game that makes controversies of bananas and sugar, <laughs> mm-hmm. right, throw in this real world uh, experience here with, with uh, harassment and touching and unwanted touching and, and, and boundaries. And you have the same dynamics play out on, on this really um, unfortunate mm-hmm. stage. So, yeah, that's how that did happened. you
3: ever hit a point. Obviously, it's difficult for you and you, you kind of changed who you are a little bit for the game. How difficult was that? And did you ever get to like a breaking point where you're like, screw it this game doesn't mean as much I'm gonna go confront somebody did you forget to that point
0: I never did I never did because especially with this issue my perspective is I never wanted to speak for women right mm-hmm. I never wanted to take the lead I never wanted to like control the situation because I feel like that's a very male mm-hmm.
1: uh
0: you know privileged um uh, toxic thing to do. Mm. Uh, and I think a lot of men get in trouble when they try to insert themselves in situations like that. So I took their lead. said, so, And as you can see, you know, Kelly was willing to put it on the back burner to play her game. Molly didn't want me to bring it up. You see what Missy and Elizabeth were willing to do. Even Janet, you know, Dan was her closest ally, so she wasn't really trying to shake things up. So I was like, okay, if it's not going to be this like big, Unified front of all the women making a stand and saying a thing. Of and if that happened, I absolutely would have been on their side. Then I'm certainly not going to be the one to mm. kind of shake the boat and 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 speak up in, in any in any way. Yeah, I was going to let them. Yeah, I was going to let them lead lead that conversation if they needed to.
2: Mm. Uh, so here, here's a question that I, I have about that vote, and maybe, you know, you being there, you can shed a little bit of light on the subject, sure. um, because it, it looks like there are kind of uh, two different approaches to this Dan vote, where mm. it looks like some people are approaching it as far as like, this is a game, and this is a great game move for us, and it looks like there's some other folks who are pro- approaching it from this, like, okay, we've got to do this, this is the right thing to do, let's do this, let's take care of a problem here. Um, like, from your point of view, I mean, obviously you're on one side of this, but from your point of view, like, how much of this merge vote was a strategy and how much of it was, like, actually a referendum on what's going on here? Because, you know, we you were at home, we're seeing, you know, Kelly saying one thing, Dan saying another, and then it comes down to a vote between those two.
0: Yeah. Well, it, it's, it's really interesting because Kelly didn't want to make this vote. Janet didn't necessarily want to make this vote strategically, mm-hmm. right? That's not where their mind was. Their mind was Missy. She's a threat. She's the biggest cha- uh, you know, threat in the game. Mm-hmm. We need to get her out. And that is a perfectly reasonable right, game, game move. Mm-hmm. Um, when this kind of seeped into it, for me, it was actually better for me to get Dan out for both reasons.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Strategically, at this point, Dan is the only one that I know for sure who has been putting my name out there as someone that he wanted to go home. I now know <laughs> right from watching the season that it was everybody. Um, <laughs> but Dan was the one that I thought was kind of like leading the charge against me. Mm. And I knew that there was some sentiment against him uh, uh, in these ways. So I was like, hey, like Nora, like, why are we waiting? Like, let's just do it right now. Um, and I thought there was enough energy about that, this issue to, to, to make that happen. Mm. So it was both the, the right thing to do and a really good strategic move for me, right? My whole, mm. you know, trajectory through the game changes if Dan goes home. Yeah. Um, so that that was my my own place in, in in this whole issue is that like it was both strategic and the morally right thing to do. And for others, it wasn't the strategic move mm. and the morally right thing to do, or the morally right thing to do and not the right strategic move.
1: Mm.
2: It's a I mean, it's a very very interesting uh, very interesting vote. Um. Uh, thank you. Thank you for uh, shedding a little bit more light on that. Um. Mm-hmm. I want to skip. Maybe skip ahead a little bit. Because um, while yeah. well, we're on the same topic here. Um. But you know, I go t- forward to the to the finale. Um, You know, obviously, um, you know, we have this, you know, sit down conversation uh, with Jeff and uh, Kelly, and we have now in, you know, now that the season's over and uh, I guess all the producers and everybody involved has talked about it, uh, you know, Survivor has come up with a whole slate of new rules, uh, new regulations. You know, we're going to have a, uh, a, they're going to have a third party um, there to monitor uh, the situation, what's going on uh, prior to playing. Um, the survivors are gonna get some training. Um, they're gonna be, um, you know, they're uh, on the lookout for uh, what they're calling impermissible biases. Um, just out of curiosity, as someone who played on season 39, like, what do you think of these changes? Like, are they good? Are they
0: enough? Like, what are your thoughts? Great, beautiful. I love it. it, it it's exactly what needed to happen mm. because the design of the game made it so that this issue could be used as a strategic element. Mm. And as you have seen and as so many people have spoken about, it should never right. uh, be a strategic element of the game. Um, you know, personally, I think that producers should have jumped in and told Missy and Elizabeth, hey, don't don't do that. <laughs> right? yeah. That's not yeah. that's not part of the game. But let's if this is a real issue, let's address it. If it's not, let's leave it out of the, the gameplay. Um, and I think that was a shortcoming on the producer's part where they should have h- had a little more wherewithal to know that this was getting out of hand mm. because they, they, they know everything, right? Yeah. They, not only do they know everyone's perspective and they have the footage, but they also know how everyone is trying to manipulate everybody. Um, so they, they see the issue snowballing and that is exactly what sparked them to try to do this interview. You know, the the, the, um, the talk. The, you know, they, they, they were seeing that this was inappropriate and like something something messed up was happening.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I think they just prioritized letting the game play out more than they should have. Mm. Um, and I think they will never make that mistake again. Hopefully I, I,
2: I hope, I hope you're right. And I think you're right. Um, you know, hopefully that we, there are plenty, there's no shortage of lessons to learn here in in season 39. Um, and and hopefully that we can, um, we, we can learn something moving forward and and kind of make the, the, the show and reality TV in general better place. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. fingers crossed. Um, okay, so I want to I want to circle back here because um, one of the one of the more fun I, I think uh, Jamal moments here of uh, season thirty nine. There were uh,
0: a few. So which with, one do you pick? Well, well,
2: your trip to the island of the idols, of yeah, course. Yeah, everybody, <laughs> everybody, everybody gets to meet uh, Rob and Sander here. Everybody except Tommy. Yeah. Tommy doesn't get to do it. Uh, but, <laughs> but you do. Um, and uh, like, first of all, like, had you heard, like, because you were on the, you've been on the island for a while. By the time you get to of the idol Had you heard anything, like any kind of rumors Like any kind of thought that this is what's going to happen there
0: Not even a little bit no? And that's a testament to how on the outside was. <laughs> yeah, Nobody thought to clue me in To tell me anything The most of a clue that I got was from Janet Who had been when we were on New Lyro mm-hmm. uh, And before I got on the boat To go to IOI She hugged me and she whispered in my ear She said um, It's not what I said it's it's different than what I said it was. <laughs> and that's it. That's all she gave me. And I was like, okay, great. Let's find out what it really is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it was a complete shock to me. And I'm so grateful because I had a very genuine surprise and it was just the most exciting thing. Like I was really into it. Uh, and I'm glad that nobody spoiled it for me.
3: Yeah. Yeah, no spoilers. But about the Island of the Idols, uh, you were like one of the only people to really get kind of screwed on Island <laughs> of the Idols. Like what what was what'd you think after seeing Fair the whole bad. season, seeing people get advantages and then you just grab this this card and then you're
0: screwed? Yeah. No, you're you're so right. And I didn't feel that way at the at the time. At the time I was like, "Oh, unfortunate, you know, I lost my vote." This must have happened to everyone, mm-hmm. you know. This is supposed to be what Island of the Idols is, and I just like learned that the hard way. Um, but as I was watching it and seeing like how people were getting all these advantages and the easy things that everyone had to do, like flip a coin, yeah. like, <laughs> yep. come on now. <laughs> and I just get completely hosed. This is a new word in my vocabulary. Yeah. I got That's I got hosed by by uh, Island of the Idols. And then got and then got no real chance to like win it back you know mm-hmm. like it, there there's so many things they could have done you know like okay i lost my vote but if i execute some thing some challenge i get it back or i get some other advantage i don't know a, a blank parchment was was a little a little weak in
3: yeah, terms it was,
0: of yeah it just was it was hard it yeah, was like hard.
3: everyone got to play and you were like the only one that just didn't get to play
0: just didn't
3: yeah yeah what did you think of you know that fake legacy advantage you know would mm-hmm. you if you were in dean's shoes would you have bought it
0: Oh, I would have bought it, Hookland and Singer. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, survivors now, <laughs> this is a funny time about interviewing me now because I've listened to what everyone else has had to say. They're pretending like it was really bad. Like, <laughs> oh, why did Jamal do that? Jamal was a really bad liar. That was so, you know, unbelievable. But look at how it played out. Everybody believed that. That's your day. You know what I mean? Like, it was a good lie. Uh, and so. You know, I, I feel proud of
3: that. Yeah, Dean even believed it too. Detective yeah,
0: Dean. Dean was all about it. It was <laughs> a great story, and 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 unfortunately for you all, you didn't actually get the full story of what I said. You know, like I had this whole elaborate thing about how you know there was a game and of chance, and I had to choose these things, and when I won, I had three different options about how to make a this parchment into an idol or or into a legacy advantage or into a, a, an idol nullifier or into a steel advantage, but I chose the uh, legacy advantage, and it's Dean's birthday, so I want to give it to him as an olive branch, and I had this whole thing about where I was in the game. It, just was, it was really good. <laughs> 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 i'm just gonna defend that moment for me
2: well ha- uh, happy birthday for mr dk chilling there um <laughs> I, i'm curious because you know this it, it's kind of like a like an unprecedented uh opportunity here to just do whatever you want with this parchment what what other ideas ran because you had to have, like run through a couple other ideas just out of curiosity what were what were your other thoughts about how to use this piece of paper
0: yeah. So they they told me that I couldn't make it into an extra vote and they told me that I couldn't make it into an idol. So so these are pieces that like people are throwing around these ideas like, oh, I would have gone back with it blank and said that this is an extra vote. Mm. Um, But they literally said I couldn't do it. And I guess I could have pushed back and said like, well, let me let me try that. I don't know. I I could have done Mm. something along those lines. But when Rob and Sandra are telling you what you can't do, like you really feel like you're going to challenge them. So I was like, what are the rules here? Like, what am I supposed to do with it? So one of the ideas we were kicking around was possibly writing a letter mm. and, and having it like, look like it came from one person in an alliance to another mm. person in an alliance and then have a third person find it so that they get some suspicion about this connection mm. between these other two that are leaving this third person out. Interesting, but I think I didn't have my finger on the pulse of what was going on at camp this was again very early on in the merge like i didn't really know who was working with who at this point um and it just didn't make sense to me and i had already had this idea i had already had this idea of the legacy advantage it was what i was going to say to the tribe anyway no matter what happened at island of the idols i was going to say like oh i got the i I got the opportunity to give a legacy advantage to someone and it's going to show up in this person's bag the next morning Ooh. And regardless of whether or not it was true, it obviously wasn't, but, you know, putting this name out there and putting the suspicion on someone was something I was o- always toying with. So this was a way to kind of bring this into fruition. So I was actually I was actually very excited. I, I know at the time, you know, while you watch it, you're like, oh, this is, you know, a terrible IOI challenge. And this is he's getting screwed over and all that. But while it was happening, I had a very good time coming up with this plan and hanging out with Robin St.
2: And I will say after the fact that it provided a lot of entertainment for us, and oh, yeah. especially How
0: bummed <laughs> are we that we didn't get a final six. <laughs> oh, I, I know was. we were
2: looking forward to that so much. <laughs> I we knew loves loved
0: to have a final six.
2: We knew was it was perfect. coming. We knew <laughs> we knew the episode was going to end in a bang, and and it a different. Um, we yeah. Um, okay, so uh, so we're, we're talking about Dean and and his uh, his fake of a fake here. Uh, which is, it's kind of like <laughs> next level survivor play, I guess. Um, yeah. just, just out of curiosity, uh, you know, your, your vote there, um, Tommy over Dean at the mm-hmm. end. Uh, why just why, why Tommy over Dean?
0: I, I'm a relationship guy. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there are a bunch of reasons to vote for someone at the end. You respect their game. They made a relationship with you. They, the other person backstabbed you. So you give your vote to the other person. There's, there's a whole bunch of ways to vote. To choose someone to vote for Mm. um and i needed to feel good about who i was awarding a million dollars to and tommy to his credit made me feel like we were friends that's it and that's really it you know i respect his game i think he did an amazing job playing a social game and Mm. didn't need all the bells and whistles of survivor to you know play the old school game all the things that people are saying um and in comparison dean didn't try to have a relationship with me and he admitted it yeah. right he's he, in in final tribal he literally said like hey if i wasn't working with you then i wasn't talking to you i wasn't forming relationships with you um i tried i tried to have a relationship with dean out there um and it it, it, it just wasn't available to me i think he already made up his mind um and you know my, my relationship with nora has been uh, tumultuous yeah. to say the
3: can you, can you uh, give us your best Nora story maybe something we haven't seen that oh yes, on there, please. but a, a Nora yes, please. story if
0: there's one on top of your head oh man it, it's the same Nora story that everybody <laughs> says it, it's just the incessant talking and just like going on and on and on about every little detail and she's so scatterbrained and she has these like philosophies of life you know like she, we'll be trying to go to bed at 10 11 o'clock at night and literally all of us just laying down like trying to sleep and she's standing up in front of all of us just regaling us with with, with stories of ex-boyfriends and and her past and uh that 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 was was hard yeah um we did we did hear a lot about her mm ex-boyfriend in those in those rants yeah (laughs) yeah yeah but you know to Nora's credit and you know i don't want to take anything away from her she got to where she got to and I, like I said, I feel very vindicated, and I knew what was going to happen. Hmm. I knew that nobody was going to want her out, and I knew that she was going to love the social dynamics that played out at the merge. I, I couldn't compete with Missy, Elaine, Elizabeth. Like, they just hugged her and, and embraced her crazy, um, and I, I, I couldn't I couldn't hold on to it. Hmm. Um, so, so she did what she needed to do. Hmm.
3: Yeah, to her credit, she was a great competitor. You know, she might have been scatterbrained yeah, and all that yes. stuff, but she competed.
2: Yeah, she yeah. definitely did. She yeah. definitely did. Um, so, so Jamal, I do want to I do want to talk to you a little bit about season season forty and and what's coming up. But before we before we move on to that, I just want to kind of open the open the floor to you here because this is this is your your uh, your interview, your moment here. Uh, is there mm-hmm. is there anything else that we should know about season thirty nine, or anything else you have to say about season thirty nine that you just haven't had the chance to to, to do yet?
0: Um, um. Well, you know. I'm glad you asked that question. Yeah. I think at this at this point of talking about the game, I feel like everyone who really cares has kind of heard a lot of our perspectives about literally what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, like this happened before that, and 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 this you didn't see this challenge, and and this dynamic played out during this part of the game. Um, so I don't really have much to add in terms of that. One thing I will say though is, I I would love to challenge Survivor fandom a little bit. Okay. Because as you know, like at the beginning of the game, I was really like taken aback by the way that people were receiving my character. Mm-hmm. And I completely understand it. Like they only showed me in this like very one dimensional way and they buried me with a couple of edits um, of, 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 of episodes. But if you're a true fan of the game and you really want to kind of like know what's happening out there and why people are making their decisions, you have to kind of complicate your understanding of things, you know, from what you're seeing. You know, why, why might I feel like I was, had such a good alliance going mm. uh, with, with that first Vokai group? You know, what didn't you see that made uh, Jack and, and Molly and Kelly, while they were all grouped together, say, hey, we actually really like Jamal, Let's let's work with him. You know that that happened in the first episode, and then to like turn and and say, like, oh, he's so arrogant, he's so you know full of himself, and, and he, he was aloof, and he he wasn't playing the game, and all this stuff. He didn't he didn't respond well to, to getting blindsided. Just 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 put yourself in in that person's shoes and understand that there's other conversations, there's other dynamics, there's other like uh, feelings that you're that that that. That go into why people make the decisions that they make. You know, it's it's, it's not a it's it's not an accident, right? That I actually turned out to be a pretty good guy. Yeah. I think. <laughs> I, I agree. Eventually. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I, I think that that would be interesting to kind of go back or or, or go forward, watching seasons, and be like, let, let let's try to let's try to fill in the gaps here. Like, why why do I feel like I'm hating this person, or why do I feel like I'm thinking this person's a joke, or? there might be some, some other angle here that I'm not considering.
3: Yeah. Fanhood is just, it. you know, you see it in sports, you see it with, you know, TV and all these things, anything people are really passionate about. It's just like, it blinds them and fanhood is really, I'm with you. It's really something that changes people. And it, it mm-hmm. it's a, it's a look that not a good look for people. And you, you just, as a huge sports fan, I see it all the time, and it's just tough to see. Uh, yeah. Before we get into season forty, I got a couple more questions sure? for yeah, you. Um, sure, you talked about learning and growing while you're on Survivor. What did you learn, and yeah. how did you grow as a person?
0: That's I'm so glad you asked that. I've I've actually changed that. Um, I've changed that perspective about that uh, since this show has aired and, and ended. Um, what I learned was I am on the right path here. I, I, I it was, survivor for me was a huge confirmation for me of of what is important to me and and how I want to kind of live life right like no, nobody nobody enjoys the, the 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 paranoia and the you know the, the suspicion and, and the the angst of, of playing the game. but I think for me, I really didn't thrive in that environment mm. like my instinct is to trust people yeah my instinct is to believe what people say to me and to expect that people are going to believe what i say mm-hmm. i've said that you know i went into the game knowing that i would have to lie to people and how is i going to get people to believe my lies what people should really think about when they go into the game is how to get people to believe you when you're telling the truth because <laughs> that's just as if not more so mm-hmm. uh challenge challenging um And so what I learned was like, maybe maybe in this iteration of 39, you know, who knows going forward, but in this iteration, I was not cut out to win this game. Like I just wasn't gonna be able to do what I needed to do to win this game. Uh, and that's okay, because, you know, in my own personal journey of how I see myself and, 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 and some of the, the internal challenges I've had, it was actually really nice to connect with people in the genuine ways that I did um, and witness that other people are willing to the game and kind of, you know, not value that in, in their own game for Survivor. So it, it was, it, I learned that I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right in, in who I am.
3: Yeah, you learned you're, you're a winner in your own way. And so yeah. uh, my last question is a little personal. You don't have to answer it. Uh, what's sure. the first thing you bought with the Sia money?
2: Oh, Sia money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's actually very boring, unfortunately. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I so... <laughs> Here's what you don't do when you know that you have a little bit of money coming (laughs) because I knew I was going to get a little bit of money from playing the game or whatever. I just completely forgot about bills no. <laughs> and so when I got the money I was like phew I can actually get back into some good standing um, but the big purchase is gonna be a new lawn for my house nice. Ooh, okay. right now right now I'm like the embarrassment of the block you know like all the houses on my block have these pristine lawns and all that and I have this like swamp going on <laughs> next to my house so are you gonna, that's go, gonna be the, the big next step.
3: are you gonna go real grass Can you go artificial what are you thinking
0: no, real grass. Nice. Real oh, yeah, grass. Gotta, gotta I'm gonna, gonna rototill the mess out of that bad boy, Nate lay down some new loam. I'm <laughs> learning all this terminology as I as I get my gardening skills up. Uh and, and watch that bad boy grow.
2: Oh, watch out, Rhode <laughs> Island. That's gonna be the hot place to be this summer. That's Jamal's right. backyard. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So um as promised, uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about uh, about season 40. I mean, we're hyped for it. You got uh, you gotta be hyped for it too, Jamal, right? I'm so hyped. Um, so hyped. and let's uh, and let's get into it right after this.
0: The chilling new original docuseries on Paramount Plus.
2: Okay, so we are, uh, we are back and we are talking Survivor 40 Winners at War with Jamal Shipman of, uh, of season 39. Um, so, you are, so you, we, we've already established you're a huge fan of this, this show and this game. So, who out of this cast of, of winners are, are you excited to see come back and play? Yeah, I, and, and I you can't, can't just say all of them because, like, we're
0: all, of course, no, but <laughs> that is the answer, though, right? <laughs> right. It really I is. I can't even imagine. Can you imagine? Like, think about Nick's position. <laughs> like, can you imagine being a fan of the show, playing season thirty-seven, and just like, I'm playing with all the like, what? Yeah. What is happening? You know, that's crazy. And Wendell, like all these recent people. Um, to answer your question. I'm I'm a Jeremy fan. Okay. Yep. So so I, you know, he's 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 my guy. I'm I'm definitely gonna be rooting for him. I got to know Wendell a little bit um since since the season aired, so he's my like my second. Hopefully they work together so that I can just root for their their team. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Jeremy is is definitely the one that I that I wanna see do well. It's so impossible because everybody has a story about how they won the game. Yeah. And so no one can play the same game that they use to win the game like no one can that's right everyone is going to be like nope sarah did that we got to vote her out you know tyson did that we got to vote her out. you know like everybody has this target on their back so i don't even know how this plays out it's crazy
2: yeah yeah, um, and we've got uh, two of the people returning, or actually two of your fellow uh, Season 39 uh, uh, castmates there, right? Uh, Sandra or Rob, are you are you rooting for them because you've got, like, a special <laughs> connection a with them
0: chance. now? chance. <laughs> chance. Are you kidding me? Rob needs to be the first one out. <laughs> there's, there's no Survivor universe where Rob should make it past the first vote. Like, mm. if he's on a tribe, it should be a very clear... Get this guy out of here. We're done with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no more of this Rob and, and Sandra business. Yeah, well, I, done with
2: it. I mean, it's it's and it's not just Rob, but you you get Rob, but you also have Amber with them again. And that's yeah. that's where everything went
0: wrong in All Stars. That's for everybody else, I guess. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't well, here's what. Well, you, you know, you know how this can get messed up. And I think this is what happened for season 39 a little mm-hmm. bit is people just started playing too early. You know, and I know, well, not to rehash 39 stuff, but Mm -hmm. this whole like first gear business that I got into with Jeff Probst. Yeah, I was right. Okay, like you start the game in first gear. When you start the game in fourth gear, you're going too hard. You're going too fast. You're 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 making weird decisions. Like there's no reason that Chelsea should have gone home. There's no reason that Molly should have gone home. Like. Do the right thing. The only person that can say that that was the right move for them was Tommy. That's it. I think it actually uh, sunk everybody's game to be having the mentality that they had so early on. So to bring it to 40, I think these winners are going to do that. These winners are going to think end game way too early. Mm. Um, and it's going to screw over some people. Like they would have really benefited from keeping some of the people who will go home first and second and third. Um, but they're making that decision because oh, it's the winners and we got to go hard and everyone's a threat and all of this. Like, you can't, you can't. you got to figure out the, do- the new dynamics of the tribe mm-hmm. and send the right people home early.
3: So if you were on this upcoming season, that's kind of how you'd play? You'd, you'd try to be under the radar kind of thing?
0: Uh, the under the radar idea.
3: Or at least not playing so hard that, you know, you it, yeah, get on people's it, radar. It, it's,
0: about, it's about not playing hard too hard in Mm. terms of making silly decisions. It's not necessarily about being under the radar. First of all, I don't think I can play an under the radar game. Like if you're asking me, Mm -hmm. I just don't know that that strategy is available to me. Mm. Um, I think I'm a classic merge boot. Like I, I, it shouldn't have been Kelly. It really shouldn't have been me. Um, So there's, there's no way around that. And I know Tommy says, Oh, I lowered my threat level and, and all this, but you know, I think Tommy had some things available to him that I didn't. Um, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think it's about having the right people around you who are going to, uh, return the kind of like trust and loyalty that you're, that you're offering. Mm. Uh, and that, and that's a, that's a, that's a kind of commentary about the game too, right? Like I am made to look dumb because I trusted my Alliance on old Vokai, but everyone else trusted their Alliance too. And some people just happened to be right. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah. Lauren could have looked just as dumb you know trusting Tommy yeah. in the beginning if Tommy had went with in a different direction um or, or, or whatever iteration but that's the thing is that I I just fell on the wrong side of, yeah. of people who got together yeah. so
2: well I think it's survivors so I think you have one winner and then 19 people who just kind of look dumb like, I think that's just kind of, <laughs> this is kind of how it goes, and you it's not. It's not that you, and it's not that you're dumb. It's just you didn't win. It would, you, you your story would be completely different, and in a completely different way, if you won, right? That's so that's, true. Well,
0: actually, just, just to to pressure that point, a lot of people have been saying like, oh man, it's so dumb to play your idol for someone. So obviously, like Kelly played her idol, played the idol for mm-hmm. Dean, and, and she goes home, and I played the idol for Nora, and Nora votes me up, and so people are kind of developing this perspective. Oh, I'll never play your idol for someone. It's always a dumb idea, but. Could you imagine what would have happened if Dean was the kind of guy who wanted to like be loyal to somebody who did that yeah. for him? Right? All he had to do was give Kelly a little wink and a nod that it was gonna be her. And Kelly plays her idol, Dan goes home and it's a whole different game. Yeah. Right. So it's a risk for sure, but it has such a high chance for payout, right? Like Jeremy and Cochran, uh, fishback. I'm Jeremy sure. Fishback yeah, oh, are, yeah. are the perfect example of that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like the, I like the, I like the, uh, the, the confusion. There. Uh, um, so we were, we were talking just, uh, we were talking a little bit about, uh, about Tommy just out of curiosity. Wh- how do you think Tommy would do if, if he's, uh, if he's putting the, the mix here Add him in the, in the group as like a, a secret 21? <laughs> uh,
0: that's a good question. Yeah. Is um, he, is he getting to the, is he getting to the merge? What do you think? I think he gets to the merge. I think he does. I think he gets to the merge with people who are gonna like entertain him and make him feel comfortable, mm. and then just kind of be like, "All right, that's enough of you." Yeah, you know that that's enough of your like. Yeah. I'm just everybody's friend. I'm just here for the experience. Like I'm here for the memories. Like they'll be like, "Okay, yeah, sure thing, Tommy." Yeah. and then he he goes pretty early in the merge. <laughs> It'd be my
2: prediction. Yeah, I guess based on the way they do it, because they taped uh, c- the season right. Uh, the seasons right after each other, right? So I'm yeah. guessing if Tommy was chosen to be on there, it'd be like a kind of scenario where no one there, uh, none of the other 19 people know who he is, right? They just know That's he's true. the most recent winner, right? So you that kind of true, you might get like he would, a, he would
0: have that advantage.
2: Yeah, you might wind up with like a, uh, a heroes versus villains thing where no one's ever heard of this uh, this uh, this Russell guy. That's, what's his yeah. deal? He, he looks like a stand up fella.
0: <laughs> so. yeah. But I think the theme messes that up, right? Because it's yeah. all winners. So they wouldn't
3: right.
2: know that he's That's fun. right. Well, they know he, they for sure know he's winner, right? But they wouldn't know anything yeah. about his. That would have uh, added a nice time.
3: little wild card, though, where it's like everyone knows everyone. They're kind of friends with everybody and stuff. And then you got this one random guy who just no one knows.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that's, that's the game that Nick is playing. Yeah. Um, I saw his little video clip and he said, like, I'm not friends with any of these guys. <laughs> you know? Like, I can always try to throw the target on other people, you know, oh, he played four times, you know that he stabbed his, all his friends in the back, like, do you really want to play with that. And nobody knows him, really, um, or are friends with him. So so he's going to have a lot more latitude to not feel like he's betraying old friendships, people who've known each other for 15 years. That's, yeah. that's a great point.
3: But there's also yeah. the flip side of that yeah. where it's like, it's kind of like the challenge where these people have had these relationships for a while and they can come in with this huge strategy
0: and everything. Right. And that is your point is such a good one, because it's finding people who are going to use your your story or your role in the game to advance their own game. And that was a big blunder on my part. I made a big mistake. I, I, I can own a lot of my mistakes. I think one of the ones that's the biggest is I approached people wrong. Um, and this goes to like how I am in real life, right? Like if we're friends and I'm in trouble, my pitch to you is going to be, Hey, I'm in trouble. You should want to save me. You should want to work with me to save me because we're friends. But that's not the pitch in Survivor. The pitch in Survivor is I am here to serve you. Mm -hmm. Here's how me staying here benefits your game. You promise everything. You say yes to everything. You try to pitch it in a way that's like, I'm going to help you. Me being here is is what's going to save you and get you further in the game. If I go, you go next, right? Like mm. hate on Russell all you want, but he had that down pat. Every pitch he ever had was, "Hey, if I go, you go." So, what it's going to be.
2: Yeah. Yeah, worked worked for him sort of. Um, got, got got him pretty far in the game. There, there was yeah, there
0: was some other missing pieces yeah. of his game. But, well, the,
2: I, I so think far, I think he says the know, game good. the game is flawed. That's his uh, that's his uh, position. So. Every game is you know. <laughs> well, any, any, every yeah. game he doesn't win. It's flawed. <laughs> so yeah. that that Survivor and Survivor uh, Australia. Anyway, um, so. So we talked a little bit about who you think uh, Jamal about who you think might be the uh, the the first boot here or who should be. Uh, who do you think has what it takes to to go all the way? Who who are you, who who are you looking at to possibly win this thing?
0: Um, I mean, I get, I got to pick my horses, you know. Mm. I got I, I think Jeremy and Wendell okay. have really good chances to make it far. For different reasons, right? Like, I think Wendell's gonna play the nice guy, kind of the laid back, you know, let other people run the game, and him just kind of like be like, Yeah, man, absolutely, like mm-hmm. you should definitely get him out and then go to the other person. This other guy's talking about you. I don't know, you guys figure it out, right? Like, that's a really great position. And Jeremy, if he plays anything like the way he did last time, it's gonna be about keeping shields, mm-hmm. right? Keeping shields in front of him. But for Jeremy, the problem that he's gonna have is. Everybody's a shield, yeah, <laughs> so yep. he needs yes. to choose the right. Yes. He needs to choose the right people and and get a read on the tribe. Right, he needs to get a read on what most of the people in the tribe are interpreting as threats. Yeah, um, and that 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 is exactly why the game of Survivor is up to the twenty people out there playing the game. Because you and I can sit here as fans and be like, oh, well, clearly this person's the threat. They need to get him out. But it's what they determine to be what's a threat and what's what's important to keep and you know how they see their own avenue through the game, right?
3: Yeah, I could really see Wendell doing really well just because he's so easy to get along with and he obviously won and he understands the game and everything. He just seems like somebody who you just don't want to get rid of, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And and you know he he plays the loyal game. I think people are gonna see the dumb Wendell idea like so many people in our season. Cited the Dom Wendell relationship. Mm. We all wanted our number one yeah. Dom Wendell style. like I wanted my number one. Jack wanted his number one. you know every, everybody you know uh, Elaine says it all the time, I need my Ricky Bobby, right Like she <laughs> knew, everyone wanted to have this pair because they saw how powerful it could be. Um, and I imagine Wendell will work himself into multiple relationships that feel that way. I think more people, I think a lot of people will see Wendell as their partner in the game. Um, And if Wendell can work that and keep that from kind of biting him in the butt, he has a great chance. Hmm. i,
2: I want to get I, I want to get your thoughts on a couple of the uh, a couple of the the twists that are are coming here in in season forty um it, you did not have the edge of extinction on your season but it appears it's back on season 40. um right. and i'm I'm just i'm curious as someone who's actually played and and had that moment where you're voted out of the game and it might be nice to have somewhere to go what do you think about the edge
0: of extinction man um the edge of extinction I, I think I, I think I'm in line with most survivor fans that mm. it's just it's a very awkward dynamic mm. because so for so long, right? the dynamic of the game has been, you know, survive, right? Right, like, right If you get voted out, that's it. By consensus, you were you didn't win. You lost because most people wanted you out of the game. And this whole idea that you can like win your way back in and, uh, you know, go on a run like Chris Underwood and, and win the game, and then you have the unfair advantage of having been with the jury. And I now understand how powerful that can be. Now that I've been on a jury, could you imagine if, uh, you know, Jack <laughs> got back into the game somehow and, and just had all that time to build relationships on Ponderosa and or well, Edge of Extinction. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it it's it's just it's a different game. Mm. And 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 I think Survivor is really going to have to struggle with this idea of like. How do you call Survivor by the same name of when it used, what, what it used to be in the 2000s to what it now is in 2020, right? Mm. Like, it, it's, it's almost a, it's just a different idea. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence about it. I want to see how it plays out for a second time. I didn't like yeah. the way it played out the first time.
3: And that's what makes me really interested about this next season is you've got the modern survivor players who have won recently. And you've got people who haven't played this modern survivor too. That's going to be something really interesting in those first
0: couple weeks of uh, yeah. the season. And that, and that to me is all it needs to be, you know, <laughs> like when yeah. Varner played, um, his whole storyline for a while when he came back, I don't know if it's the third time that he came back or, or uh, my thing was right at yeah, varner um his whole thing was like oh, old school versus new school like oh man like this is so interesting like how are we gonna navigate these like new and old you know styles that was really compelling mm. and i don't know i, I I'm, I'm fearful especially seeing how season 39 was edited and what they didn't show because they had to make space mm. for island of the idols and all these other little like weird games that Lauren played and uh Vince did early on like all right but you you completely ignored some really compelling stuff uh that was that was happening out there that would have been some really cool storylines so so actually here's here's some insight in as a, as a player mm-hmm. as you're playing the game like I said you're thinking about how it's going to be shown you're thinking about what, what is our season going to even look like this episode? Like, what, what's, what's this about? And, and you start to develop those storylines. You're like, oh, wow, like, so-and-so thinks that this is happening, but I'm actually going to vote over here. That's going to be a really cool story. Um, and when that complete storyline is just ignored, it's just not told, like nobody knows anything about my relationship with Aaron right now. Nobody knows anything about my relationship with Lauren right now. Like, that's weird to yeah. me that, that so much happened that didn't get told. And I think it was a loss to our season that it, you, you didn't have the opportunity to tell more compelling storylines. Um, here's actually a, a, a really good example with Jason. Uh, when Jason got voted out, uh, it looked like it was just a decision, right, that Aaron was making between Elaine and Jason. Mm-hmm. But there was so much more going on there. Right, like old Vokai was actually plotting to vote out Aaron if there was no steal a vote or block a vote, right? But because the block a vote was there, it, it kind of simplified the story, mm. right? Like this, this really cool blindside was brewing. And because of this like weird advantage that come, came to the game at this point, it actually was not as interesting a storyline. So, so this is what I mean, That, like, I think we as modern survivor players are so capable of creating really interesting gameplay, right? Uh, that when you throw in the challenges and you throw in all this extra stuff, I don't know how these fire tokens are going to work. Yeah. And, you know, like, it's just like there's so much more to tell that I'm, I think we're going to lose out on some of this really interesting material that is just going to be cut out because it's either too complicated a story to tell or they just don't have the time.
3: This is why we need supersized episodes, 90 yeah. minutes or two hours.
1: Yeah.
2: You give For us, real, though. You give us 90 episodes, and you can do whatever you want with Survivor accounting. You can have them sitting counting their coins or their tokens or whatever. It's great. <laughs> Keep track of who has 17, who has 13, who has 12. Well I don't buys. know why they
0: why they don't just go Big Brother style and, and, and throw up a bunch of content online. Like how interesting would that be? I why would like, have been great. Yeah. Go in and see like, oh, how did it actually play out? Like let me get some extra intel about this.
2: Yes, know? please. We so director's cool? cut. We, we yes. We all access exclusives. That's what yeah. that's what CBS needs. People, people it, want it too, that's the thing. Yeah. See, we're we're the we're the idea men. We 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 come up with the, come up with the ideas. They're not so, always,
3: you know, great ideas, but they're no, ideas. This one's, this one's fantastic. This is a good one. This is, this is good. This, this is a rare is, good one.
2: This is, this is the second best idea I've heard all day since uh, Lance Lute. Yes. Cartelli Cash, ooh, teaser, yeah, uh, something to look forward for for season two. Uh, okay, um, I, I think that I think that about wraps us up here. I don't want to I don't want uh, to monopolize all your your time here, Jamal. But I want to I want to thank you so much for. Oh, uh, this has been a lot of fun. Speaking, yeah, it's been a blast for us too. Yeah, this uh, is here. a
3: highlight for us as Survivor
2: brothers. Yeah, this is the best thing <laughs> we've done all year, and it's not just because this is the first one we've yeah, done all that, year. That's okay. That's uh, okay. I'll, I'll take
0: the, what is it, the twenty eighth, twenty seventh. That's great. I'll take one
2: out of 27. Yeah, yeah. No, Uh, no, it's been absolutely fantastic. We got some really great insights. And uh, thank you for showing us uh, what really happened on uh, season 39, giving us a little, little taste of what we actually missed there. And uh, hopefully we haven't uh, we haven't done too badly here, and you'll come back and talk to us again sometime. Oh, you
0: guys did great! No, I, I definitely ah, want to come back. Love and it! I think, I think it, it adds an element to the to to the fandom, to the to the listening, to That's be right. like, okay, this is what really happened. That's or, right. Yeah, this uh, is awesome. This is some some perspective. So, yeah, I'm I'm glad I'm glad we did this. Is right.
3: there is there anything you want to plug before we say goodbye?
0: Um, yeah, actually. Okay. So um, me and Janet, Janet Carbon. Uh, from Survivor season thirty nine, I don't know the Idols. You might have heard of her. You sure have. Uh, mm, yeah, she's about pretty great. Yeah. No, Janet and I are actually teaming up. Yeah. She and I are going to do a lot of like um, speaking and and running programs at schools and programs and camps and things like that. And uh, so we're just getting it off the ground now. So That's awesome. If I really you like more that. information about that. Survivor Jamal at gmail.com is the way to get in touch with me. And then all my social medias, k 9 Twitter on Twitter uh, and k 91 on Instagram and Jamal Shipman on Facebook. So hit me up. Well,
1: yeah.
2: That's great. Follow him in all those places. And it sounds like a great project that you're working on. Uh, Lance, can we follow you anywhere? Sure. I'm at at, at Casually Ginger okay and uh, if you want to follow me for some reason you can find me at fox van allen uh, across all the uh social media spaces uh again I, I think that that about wraps us up here for uh for survivor brothers episode one season two wow. we, we made it we it really it. is it really is weird anyway uh thank you so much jamal again it was just, it's been an absolute pleasure um if you uh, if you like what you heard here uh we would love it if you'd uh, if you and if you haven't done so already uh subscribe to the Sur- survivor brothers on your favorite podcasting app we're on uh, apple Podcasts, google podcast spotify iheart radio basically anywhere uh podcasts are found you'll find ours uh so please uh please do that and if you really like us leave a re- review Five uh, stars only. Lance's is, Lance is into the five stars. He likes the stars, so uh, give give Lance some five stars, and maybe he'll send you some Lance loot. I got I'm, I'm I'm rating this podcast
0: five stars. <laughs> well, you're, you're gonna yes. get some Lance loot then. Yes, love follow, it. Follow suit.
2: Great, <laughs> great. Expect a expect a uh, non negotiable check to arrive in the mail <laughs> in six to eight business days. All right, all right. So we will uh, we'll see everybody back here next time. Uh, we'll be talking uh, more season forty uh, winners at war. And we'll be here all season long. So, uh, talk to you then, everybody. Bye bye. Don't Bye everybody. Bye.